Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're after 5 o'clock, my talkers here on a Thursday. Lori and Julia joining us live from El Burrito Mercado. Thank you, Mike. Thank you so much. Thank you uh, for everyone who's cheering along at home for me to get my tickets for The Cure tonight. Everyone has been just oh, so dying. You'd have needles. to stay in another night. You poor Julia, thing. I don't want to stay home tonight. I know. I forgot The Cure was coming and all my excitement for my other concerts. And I saw them like six years ago. You did. Amazing. And Robert Smith sounds just like he does on the radio. Give us a Cure song. Just like Kevin, Friday I'm in Love, These Days. I mean, Friday, so I'm in love. Is that the Friday, one? I'm in love, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoever Here. knew those were the words. Oh, we'll turn it up. No, we're not playing I can't it. hear it's it. It's the noise of the full, full crowd drinking margaritas here at El Burrito We are Mercado. live at El Burrito Mercado, and I just want to just give people a heads up. If you've never been here, you are missing out. They have a glorious patio on the weekends, they have cocktails out there and a food truck out there, but you can. they Music. also wait on you all week long out there. They have a great deli, great foods, great gifts. Beautiful new bar and restaurant. It's really quite lovely. It's really fun here. So we've okay. been delighted. So yesterday would have been Prince's 65th birthday, and we didn't say anything because he's a Jehovah's Witness. He never celebrated his birthday the last few years anyway but um he would have been 65 yesterday and in tribute to the memory of his genius we thought we would play covers um of his most iconic songs by different art because so many people you know would cover him but definitely i want to say like maybe two or three years before he passed away prince uh his former assistant wrote an essay in Medium revealing that, in fact, Prince was a huge Foos fan. And the way they sang Darling Nikki, he's like, they're so good, they could do a whole album of my rock songs. So here's a little of Foo Fighters singing Darling Nikki. He, they jammed together, and he was really in awe of his talent. Now the last one, Julia, that I... Well, I got two more for you, because we have time. Corey Taylor. I'm not really sure who he is, but he was playing First Avenue on the evening of the day that Prince died. This I was there. Corey Taylor, but he was in First Avenue and he uh, covers the song Cream. Tom Jones. All right, I like him. World-class singer. You gotta throw your panties at him. That's right, covering Purple Rain and David Gilmore from, I don't know, is he from Pink Floyd? Sure. Okay, he's on the guitar. With Kiss, Yes. His cover of uh, Prince's Kiss. Yes. He had, a very, he had a very big hit with Thank that you. Song, All right, so. 60. It's weird to think he would have been 65. 65 today. Yep. It'll be weird when we think of him. No, yeah. I mean, so I guess, yeah, he's up forever 57. It's a good year. Mm-hmm. I remembered it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. We are broadcasting live from El Burrito Mercado. It is happy hour. We've got a good group of people here. Stop by anytime, even if we're not here, because they have amazing things here. And we're going to be back, and Mike is going to have the dirt. Hey, everybody, it's Lauren Julia here for Furniture Manor. 
Oh my gosh, we love that place. You know, um, you look around at some of the different colors here. And um, when I was talking to Dana earlier this week, she said we got in so many cool, like really interesting fabrics with neutral covers and some really fun matching, you know, um, you know, occasional chairs. You know what they are. They swivel. They look great. They're comfy. They can go in every room. You can mix and match them. But she says they have so many of those in there right now. Really, I want an email from someone who's never been there and goes, and I want to hear what you think about it, because it is that amazing. Their oversized artwork that they have, writing desks for people who are working at home, beautiful, you know, um, chairs and tables and sofas and sectionals and the Akronis ergonomically correct stuff that um, my hubby's back is out a little bit right now, and I'm telling you, there's no better chair to sit in. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hi, Mike. Tell us the dirt. Hello. Okay, I will. Let's get started okay. with, uh, you guys, there's a new trailer out that looks uh, amazing, and apparently it's got horror fans already talking. The spine just chilling first trailer for the Bird Box sequel. Oh, I know you two okay. love the first, movie. right? Okay, I, yeah. we just tried to watch it at the cabin like two weekends ago. The original Bird yes. Box with Sandra Bullock. Yes. That's a great movie. It's a great book. It's based on a book. And, um, yeah, but the sequel is, um, no Sandra Bullock is in it. It's like, is it another place? Like another setting? With birds? Yeah, extending Well, you can't. In a box? (laughs) No, no, you can't. (laughs) Just um, guessing, Mike. (laughs) You can't. You're blindfolded. You have to be blindfolded. Oh, that was like weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the whole idea is if you see these uh, intruders from another world, uh, you will end your life because of the result of that, seeing those things. So everyone has to basically have uh, their eyes covered the whole time. But uh, fans of the first one are are, are saying that that uh, trailer is just spooky as I'll get out. So... I know you liked it, so I wanted to bring it Lori, up. Lori, I'll watch it. it. I'll love watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love, a, love a scary mm-hmm. show. We're getting some details out about uh, Wednesday season two. I'm disappointed about this. Uh, the, what? The change? Well, listen. No, yeah, yeah just it, listen. It sounds like Jenna Ortega is actually going to be on as a producer for the second season. And conversations have already started with Tim Burton and the team. And it sounds like they've decided to lean more on the horror aspect than the romantic love story interest they did in season one. I agree. Agree with this. I'm fine with this. Fine. When's that's what Wednesday? I just don't. About. I don't want to be too scary. You know that I have to check too, out. It's not going to be too scary. Right, fine. And she's an I, executive producer because um, she's got the power now because she was an absolutely fantastic Wednesday. She was. Yeah, she very, was. So very, very she good. gets more money if you're a producer. I'm well aware we're, we're producing this show right now. Oh boy, <laughs> double or nothing. Extra money overtime. <laughs> we're getting overtime. Mike needs triple overtime. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Thank you, by the way, uh, so much. Of course, happy to do it. Happy to we fill appreciate in. it. Yeah, no problem at all. But yeah, so we'll see exactly. Of course, when that's happening, we've. They also said that second season is probably going to focus more on the family too, which should be more fun because that's kind of what we know yeah, Wednesday we from. See. And they very, very, very few moments did we have with the family. In the first season. Catherine Zeta Jones wants more screen time. Yes. <laughs> I'm all right with that. Yeah, she was wonderful. And uh, did you two know it's National Best Friends Day today? 
I did. I did not. I'm not telling you your mind. No, <laughs> it's top secret. Nobody knows. No one can know, but I do love her. Well, this is kind well, of a, 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 tell us. Yeah, it's kind of a fun list. Uh, people put together a list on National Best Friends Day of some of the sweetest celebrity best friends that you may have know, known about, you may not have known about. Did we make the list? Uh, <laughs> you were number sixteen. Unfortunately, oh, we only had you. fifteen, so uh, you. you didn't quite make it. But uh, Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift, number one on the list. Are they that the besties? Good are they? they are. are they? They are. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. They both, uh, yeah, both have uh, talked about each other in a, in a big way. Two other people that we know are big, fr- are very close. We've friends. talked about Brad Pitt a lot. Uh, we're not best friends. No. <laughs> Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah, of course. They're kind of. They're cute. Those two. Mm-hmm. How about uh, Jenna Fisher? Do you know her best? Yes. Bestie. No. The, the gal, the redhead from um, The yeah. Office. Yeah, her bestie is Angela from The yes. Office. Angela Kinsey. They yes. have the, uh, the, the uh, podcast the that they podcast. do together. Yep, the lady, Office Ladies podcast. And apparently mm-hmm. they've become very, very close since the show's ended. So, uh, And also from Game of Thrones fame, you got Maisie Williams and Sophie Turner. They're That's on the cute. list. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some other partners, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Again, yes. kind of knew that one. Here's the I miss one. those two funny ladies. Yes, they I are that. I haven't seen them in anything for a while. How about Snoop and Martha Stewart? Yeah. yeah. Do you think they're fun? Yes, I like those two. Do you? Yeah, yeah. They're a good, odd couple. They are that. I like it. Yeah, uh, Oprah Winfrey and Gail King Gail, also course, on the list. Yes. Uh, moving down here a little bit. How about Amy Schumer and Jennifer Lawrence? We do know that. I did know Amy Schumer is going to be in the clubhouse tonight if anyone watches that. Watch what happens live. She's funny. I think she's funny. Some young up-and-comers, Sydney Sweeney and Maude Apatow. Oh. They're besties. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wasn't Maude Apatow in Euphoria? Yes, they're both. I feel uh, like she was. They were both in Euphoria. Yep. It's called Euphoria. (laughs) I call it Euphoria. I'm I'm Euphoria. Which is another land. With an E. Mm-hmm. Yep, they both met there, and uh, Sydney Sweeney says Maude is uh, the sister I always wish I had. Jeez, oh, that is nice. a name you don't hear very often anymore, Maude. Mm-hmm. I went to grade school with a Maude. Mm-hmm. But and, just mm-hmm. like new, like as a younger I, person. And then there's Maude, and then there's Maude. And finally, uh, the three friends gals are still very close friends. Courtney Cox, Jennifer Anderson, and Lisa Kudrow are apparently besties. I like that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You want them all always to be, like, uh, to be I, best friends. Yeah. So there do you, you go. Do you have a best friend, Mike? I do, since I was three years old. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Yeah. Is he in your wedding? He's my best man, of course. Right. I was his Wars. best man. He's mine, yeah, since we were three. So. That's, when, that's your really moms, cute. Were your parents friends? We, or are you guys cousins? We just something? moved next door. I moved okay. next to him uh, when I was three years old. So I was a military brat to start. We moved as in I the mean, same I mean, that's very and, unusual for a military brat, too. So yes, exactly. Yeah. We we land, or once we you know, f- found our spot where we stayed in southern Minnesota, then uh, that's when we became besties. So, yeah. Uh, we got cute. some. Yeah, thank you. We got uh, three very quick. I know you guys don't always do sports stories, but sometimes Grant brings we some like to em. you. We're going to do some three quick uh, sports stories. Here, first off, Lionel Messi. Messi mania is coming to the United States. One of the biggest, soccer players, yes, one of the most iconic soccer players, highest paid uh, players, just a huge deal, is actually uh, leaving international play, leaving uh, the European play, and coming to join Major League Soccer club Inter Miami. David oh. Beckham got him. Wow, yes. David Beckham got him. He's a big one. That was a big deal, but they say he's only got like a year left. 
Gotcha. Yep. Yep. Isn't and, that true? Like he's got about a year left. He's very cute. I'd like Shakira to date him. Oh no, she's with. She's <laughs> dating the race car driver. Yeah, Lewis she's Lewis fine. Hamilton, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's got uh, one guy. Save but, that guy for someone else. But tickets okay. are on the rise as a result of this already. So already feeling the impact there of Messi mania. Uh, the next one, a little more close to home. Uh, Vikings have informed Delvin Cook that he is going to be released. So the oh. running back for the Vikings is oh. gone. Is Casey going to be happy when I get home, or is he going to be crabby about this? I don't know. I think think? he's kind of been a—he's been on our team for a long time. We know his name. Yes, he's six years into it. He's been fantastic. He's a great player, but that's just one of those positions in the game of football you don't pay a ton of money to. uh, And as a result, he was due a lot of money. Somebody else will pay him. The Vikings are not going to be the team to pay him. So I hate when they get rid of a good player. I know, but it's the structure of the salary cap. They just kind of have to. Put that oh, money loose, in better places. Loosen the wallet, Ziggy. <laughs> loosen your wallet. Uh, you listen to me. And finally, one live golf executive was not mincing words. This is hilarious. The loyalists oh. for the PGA Tour, Rory McIlroy. Uh, of course, we were talking about that live and uh, merger yes. with PGA. Yeah, golf he, has been bought out. Yes, and basically the uh, guy from Live says, this is great. Now we can have guys like Hideki Matsuyama and John Rahm join our team format. We're going to invite everybody from the PGA Tour, except for Rory. Nobody wants that little... Be to join our team. Oh so, my word! Kind of took a shot right after them. That so. is so rude. It is I, very I rude. What that is scandal, that's, and that's an executive. Yeah, yeah, uh, they, yeah. yeah, not great. Rude. So there rude. you go. He that's needs great. to go to executive. Hey everybody, it's Lori and Julia here for Learning RX, and um, really one of the biggest things that they help people with is helping people learn how to read. Read. We love reading, and it would be so disappointing. If it, reading was hard, oh, it just would make it makes know, everything so. Much and I harder. went through School. Learning RX kind of halfway through this job because I needed to read faster because of the content we have to read in the books for the show, and it yes. helps so much. And they um, recently had um, were published in a peer-reviewed journal about how the impact their reading has program has had on thousands of people. On average, students gain over a four-year average in reading, and um, they also, you know. They also get so much confidence, and they're able to work well in their classes, and it just kind of changes the trajectory for so many kids. We absolutely love Learning Rx. Call them today to set up your one-hour assessment. Mention Learning Julie, and it's 50% off. That's Learning Rx. Uh, I have a theory right now. We're going to take the fifth caller. You can even call from here, 651-641-1071. Kesha tickets. Yeah, Kesha is going to be at Mystic Lake on Sunday, November 12th. We have a pair of tickets. And Mike, the fifth caller, if you don't mind getting there. You got it. Their uh, info. And then uh, before the end of the show today, we'll be doing a live drawing of all the people who stopped by today for the Sam Smith tickets in August. I'm going down. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP podcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And good it's luck, everybody, downloading your tickets when you get the email. Oh, Just yes. have a whole lot of fun with that. Okay, so some theories. Don't have an Android phone. Oh, that has <laughs> nothing to do with it, Julia. That is okay, absolutely give me, nothing. Give me some theories. Okay, so once again, more good news for married dudes. My God, they get their penises paid for every health insurance thing, and the lady hormones were trying to get them covered, but no. Men are... Sorry, we don't cover vaginas. Men are so happy. Married men are happy, aren't they? Being a happily married man prevents a guy who has a high-stress job from burnout. That is correct. Being married is just better for men in every single way. So I say to these happily married men, is your partner that you're married to happily married to you? Are you filling up his or her love bucket on a regular basis? I mean, are you? Because they're all listening. Are you complimenting? I mean, compliments are free. It is kind of amazing how many people forget to give loving words to each other. So anyway, so yes, they did this whole study of men and just oh yes indeed if they i have a high burnout adam are you listening high stress (laughs) job if you're happily married (laughs) the one man in the room it keeps you from burning out Mm -hmm. um so because that this was published in organizational psychology so i didn't just like get this from usa today people I saw Not that that's anything wrong with you. USA didn't pick it up. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So anyway, so that is a true theory. Now, this is a theory that everyone, I think social media scatters your brain and then you start buying stuff you need or you don't need, I should say. I, you don't need. Okay. So I have been off Instagram probably for a week. Okay. And um, I went on it today to get ready for the show. And I saw so many products that I thought, oh, I have to have that. I have to have that. I hate, well, how is their skin so glistening? How come they don't have creepy skin? You know, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. You go, and everyone's so pretty. Everybody's I, You get sucked into those I got sucked in. What did you buy? Nothing. Okay. I'm too afraid to buy off Instagram. I really am. I'm too afraid. You know, well, how, just, like you don't use, Lori still writes checks. Julia, I write five checks a month. I don't think I'm unusual in writing five checks a month. You know, I got to pay Casey. I get paid and then he gets paid. I write him a check. But I just transfer. Yeah, but, no, yeah. no, no, no. But so we but, don't even have I matching don't, banks. Any, we has anybody bought stuff off Instagram? Oh, yeah. Who? I mean, you've never done it once. You're I such click, a liar. I click and I think. You've never bought one thing. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. I click never. and I think. Have and you, I has look. anyone done it ever? Yeah. You have and you got the product? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Her identity. Okay. Right. Okay. All right. It's, we have cognitive overload from social media, and it scatters our brain. And God forbid, if you say anything out loud, the ad will pop up 30 seconds later. That is this in our studio. In our studio, we have protected screens and everything. We're talking off air on a break. Suddenly, we it just shows up. Well, one time we were doing a sex Monday about um, Viagra and penises or hard-ons or something like that, and like thirty seconds later, we were getting ads. We were getting ads for all of it for strengthening the wood. 
But it, it blows you away. Does this happen to everybody? And you're like, how do, they, do you guys cover your camera? I mean, you were supposed to be doing, it's weird that they, I was mm-hmm. in a different part of the building talking about something, didn't use yeah. anything, and it came on my computer. I'm yeah. like, oh. And this study, though, that they did, they looked at people 18 to 65, and everyone had the same scatterbrained effect from being on social media. It just, it affects everyone kind of the same way. It scatters your brain, you get cognitive overload, and, just, and you buy crap that you had no but, intention but yet, buying, but you out of this room, in. only one person has. You've never bought one thing. No, but I click and I think so about I, it. And sometimes but we don't I, buy. Sometimes I send them forward and save them to myself. Same. I write them down. I have plans. It's like how I think about pickleball. It's saving me money in the long run that I'm not clicking, you know, that I'm not buying. I'm saving money. Yeah. I'm thinking about it, just like pickleball. That's it. Just a little thinking. Never hurt anybody. Don't actually do it. I by, really. I, by the way, I Orange take- County last night. Oh. I was a little bit, they had like a two-minute thing, maybe a one-minute on pickleball, and then they went to the bowling alley. It did make me nervous for a second that they didn't have content, you know. Because they're doing activities? Well, filming in a bowling alley is not, I'm not going to, I mean, I'm a bowler, but I'm not going to say that's the most exciting sight for a reality show. And then <laughs> Tamara's so goofy, she wore a cowboy hat. You can't bowl in a cowboy hat. You can if you're in Orange County, Lori. I guess. I guess. You can okay. if you're in Orange County. Are you curious to know if there's a better time of the day to exercise as a woman versus a man? Or would there be any difference? I don't think it matters. I think you fit it in when you can. You would be wrong, All Julia. Right. All for, right. If you have high blood pressure and belly fat, for women... Are you talking to no, me? No, I'm just saying for women, morning exercise is better. For those two things, if you exercise right away in the morning, it helps lower your blood pressure, pressure, get your metabolism moving, and evening exercise when you might be watching TV or just going for a walk or something, then maybe you do some weights. That's a good time to like do your strength training, but the best results are for women to work out, if you can, in the morning. This is proven. Skidmore College. Get up, get up early. Did the morning versus evening exercise thing. And if you do it in the morning, you'll do it. Because yes. a lot of times they say, oh, I'm going to wait till later. Mm. Things come up like you get tickets to a concert. Right. Mm-hmm. But it also does make a difference depending on your chronotype. Does anyone, do you know what I mean when I say chronotype when I throw that big word out there? No? Is it like, no. I don't Night owl versus morning bird. So if you're a night owl, you might have a hard time working out in the morning because you've stayed up all night. So if you are a night owl and that doesn't work for your chronotype, you're fine working out later. But anyway, they just I thought it was kind of an interesting that they wanted to study it. Yeah. And I thought I would share it with you because I know you love everything exercise. I do. Even though, you know. What? This ought to be good, even though you don't look like you ever do it. Uh, no, that wasn't what I was going to say at all, but I like how you fill in the blank with the worst thought possible. You must. What think, were you going to say, even though? Even though your attention span is like, I can feel it flying out the door of El Burrito Mercado as we're doing this. Oh, I'm no. like, oh, no, boy. No. No, no, it left at five. It did leave at five. Okay. okay. It's coming. It's Mike, circling back around. Mike, who won uh, the Kesha tickets? Amanda's got the Kesha tickets. 
And, and was she, is she happy? Oh, yeah. Okay. She's ready to go. She That's going to be a fun concert. Yeah, and oh, tickets yeah. are on sale. Mystic Lake Casino, not a bad seat in no. the house. No, that's super fun. Okay, so that's super fun. Um, those were fun theories, Lori. Did you like those? Yeah, I and can't. Do you think sending a text to the uh, wrong person is the top of your daily mishaps that you can make that you send? They did a, a thing of all the common errors that people do every single day. That doesn't happen every day. I, I know. Ever. I like, know. Like ever. Do this, people. Okay, here's what they are one. the top mishaps in modern society sending a text to the wrong person. Mistaking a stranger for someone you know, and then you greet them. But remember, I tell, I, you, I've told you what to say if someone oh. thinks you're someone else. Thank you. Maybe I, I used to do a lot of porn. Maybe you recognize me. I'll listen to you. Getting on the wrong public transportation. You know, going the wrong way. Like, okay. I remember, if that was what you... We've done that before. Yeah. yeah oh, we've done that before. When we were in New York and we... When we're in a hurry. Yeah. We've we're done like, that. we went the wrong direction. But you can get off at the next stop and yeah. just run across. We've done that. Yeah. And what other mistakes? Washing clothes and accidentally drying something and shrinking it. This is how Casey has gotten out of laundry for years and uh-huh. years. When we first mm-hmm. got married, he shrunk like something really great of mine and I... Right. Threatened him with death if he ever washed any of my clothing again. Yeah, no. This was his way of getting out of doing laundry, people. It wasn't psychological. It, it, wasn't. it wasn't. It wasn't. Anyway, that, that's all it is. Just, you Mine know. are more, I mean. What are yours? Mine's. I forgot, mine's my, I forgot my laptop today. Not being able to download a ticket for uh-huh. a concert. And that that's is, an everyday occurrence. That's a, <laughs> once a week occurrence uh-huh, for At me. least. At least it is. I just, I just checked out my uh, Pink and Beyonce tickets. And the next uh, Panic at the Disco will, will be when, because Madonna's not um, sending people their tickets until 72 hours before each show. And that's a Sunday, so. So what's going to happen to you, Lori? You're going to have to do well, it at 72 home. 72 hours is Friday, Friday. so oh. I'll be at work. So. Brooke, Jess, <laughs> anyway, Mike. That's, that's the next concert. Oh, God, I'm sweating just thinking about it. So are, is everyone who works with you, Lori. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We are live at El Burrito Mercado. Thank you, everybody who came today. And we want to thank everyone for listening, and I hope you come here. This place is amazing. We'll be Hey, everybody, it's Lori and Julia here for MSP Airport, and we absolutely love our airport, and you will too. There's so many cool restaurants and shops there. We were talking about Prince earlier. That's probably one of the top-rated shops there. It is. Where you can get everything Prince. And, um, you know, there's all those restaurants that we like that you, if you don't get to go to restaurants, you know, in the cities, sometimes it's kind of fun to just go there and get a really fun bite. Um, They have the tuna cotta sandwich at Joe and the Juice. They've got... And um, they've added a lot of restaurants on the Concourse C because now uh, you've got a lot more flights going in and out of there. So there's... It used to be nothing down there. Yes, you're right. A great wine bar down there, some good restaurants, bookstores. Yes, you are so right. And of course, you can pre-book your parking 12 hours before your flight. Go to MSPAirport.com and they give you a QR code. You save at least $2 per day, even more. If you're in the quick ride lot, we love the airport. Get there early. Everybody for coming to El Burrito Mercado. We had so much fun. We've got two more live broadcasts this month for Pride. We're going to be next week. We're going to be at the Gay 90s on Thursday. We can't wait for that. And then the following week, we're going to be at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater on Thursday. So we'd love it if you come out and join us. And we can't thank El Burrito Mercado enough for hosting us today. And want to remind everybody, this place is amazing. They have a great happy hour. It is Tuesday through Fridays um, from 3 to 6, and great specials on food and beverages. And now, and now, we need a drum roll, Mike. 
Do we have one? Oh, there, look at the All right, audience. we've got a drum roll. Now, this is for the Sam Smith tickets, and you had to come in person, and we're giving off way up here next Thursday and the following Thursday. So today's winner, and if people can see me here. August 16th at the Excel. Uh-huh, and everybody does an extra crinkle. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's a strategy. Pam, Pam McCurdy. Pam McCurdy won. Is that Pam right is here? Pam, Pam is going to Sam Pam Smith. Pam is going to Sam Smith. Woo. Oh. oh, there you go. You won. Congratulations. That's exciting. I know it. So, Daniela will get all your information. And good and, luck downloading your tickets. Um, <laughs> in Don't Daniela. forget your password, your email. Oh. Install the app. Make sure it's updated. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. And we need to thank our engineer, Adam and Mike, again for pulling a double shift. Grant, we'll see how he's feeling. He's, not, he's under the weather, so we don't know if he's going to be with us tomorrow or not. But we have some breaking couple news. Oh, boy. And this one, no one saw coming. Mm-hmm. And how do you say her name? Singer Keyless? Kellis. Kellis. Like, like we should all know. Milkshake. And that means... 2003 that or That means four. what? That's her song. Um, I, Mike Ganger. Mike, we'll get milkshake please, for you. Get milkshake. You'll know it when you hear it. We were on the air. She's I dating... I want to say 2004, 2005. She's dating Bill Murray. And a couple we never saw coming. Uh-uh. They met, the romance sparked after Murray watched the bossy singer perform her recent show at the Mighty Hoopla Festival in South London. Oh, here we go. Here it is. All right. When you're a celebrity standing in the front row of the South Hoop Festival in South London, you see Bill Murray. They've been getting close for a while. And ah. the Hollywood speak on that is... Um, Get it? They've been getting it for like six <laughs> weeks together. They've it's kind of—he's got such a a crap eating grin on his face, like he is so happy to be getting this, doesn't he? Look, well, kind of happy. Yeah, I mean, she's very attractive. She's very attractive. I kind of think this is fun. I think she's forty-three and he's seventy-two. So as long as you know she thinks everything is working as it should be. Listen, we have just talked about a seventy-eight-year-old and an eighty-three-year-old having children. Everything can having, work till in temperature. Having men. working sperm isn't the same as, you know, oh, everything Lord. else. There's a lot that can be done. Is there? There's a lot. Okay. I don't know what anyway, else. Anyway, it's an odd couple that we never would have seen coming, these two. No, we wouldn't have. But I'm, I'm going to read a story that I was supposed to read today for tomorrow's show. I'm just getting everyone excited to tune okay. in. <laughs> it's about Gigi um, Levine Grazer, Levangi Grazer, and she was one of our very first guests. She wrote um, the Starter Wife. If anyone ever remembers that book, my friend Deborah Messing was yes. played it in the uh, Lifetime movie. Yes, and it was she met Brian Grazer, who was the producing partner with Ron Howard. Thank you, and they did all those movies together. But she met him. She was a screen. She would just sit she there. She was a script doctor. And read all the scripts and would pick, pick, not, not. And then she came out with this book. And she was so delightful on her show. I swore we were best friends. We were. And she was on several times. Uh-huh. We even went to L.A. And I think we tried to call her thinking we're best friends. That's right. It didn't happen that way. No. But she's lovely. But she, when she got divorced from Brian Grazer, her whole Hollywood career dried up. It did. And so, so it says, what happened to Gigi? God, guns, and a Hollywood kiss-off. What? But her new husband died suddenly. So I'm going to get to the all the bottom of that 
for Monday, maybe. Oh, Julie. Yeah. Does anyone tonight. believe we're going to ever it, revisit it this looks story? Like a book. Come on. Come it, on. I'm overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. I'm overwhelmed. Um, Tallulah Willis, we never talked about her. No, we didn't. She is still unpacking um, her mother's marriage to Ashton Kutcher. And longtime listeners, you remember when Ashton Kutcher first met Demi Moore and we said it's her piece of ash? Mm -hmm. And he was 26 and she was like 37 she or something? She was 24. He was 24 and she was 30. 36. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so what Tallulah, she was eight at the time. And they grew up in Idaho and they had no idea that their parents were famous because Bruce Willis and Demi Moore raised their kids in Idaho. They had no idea. But they remember, Tallulah remembers suddenly... Um, we were in Hollywood for a premiere or something, and we found out the first time we were famous when my mom started dating Ashton Kutcher. And it just changed things. And Ashton said he couldn't believe it. He said, I was 26 bearing the responsibility of an 8-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a 12-year-old. Mm -hmm. And he was P-I-S-S-E-D when Demi Moore came out with her memoir and talked about him in it, if you remember. Listen, he was on the cover of Us Weekly. The lady, the couple ladies he was banging in the jacuzzi sold the pictures to Us Weekly. Don't San blame Demi Diego, for that. In a San Diego hotel, yeah. if you remember. On their anniversary. Mm. What a dog. Uh -huh. Yeah. Tallulah just said um, she's doing back now. Yeah. But she's opened up. She's really struggled a lot, but it sounds like she's doing good. So thumbs up. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you. We just appreciate and love you. Thank you, Mom. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. We have been working with you for years, but we've never really talked about prenups. Give us the lowdown. Well, a prenup in the state of Minnesota is also called an anti-nuptial. So if you hear that, they're talking about the same thing as a prenup. Um, I encourage a lot of people to consider getting them, whether you have a ton of assets or little assets. It makes everything much more streamlined. You know what you're entering into. You've got your agreements in place if you get divorced in the future. They also address what you will do with your assets in the event of death. So it really helps for estate planning and it really just helps for the future to avoid disputes. I love that. Okay, so, but what about a post-nup? Post-nuptial agreements are simply agreements that people who are already legally married enter into that, again, will also address what would happen to their assets in the event of divorce or in the event of death. So again, these really can help streamline the process in the future. Great information. And for your free one-hour divorce consultation, go to trustorlaw.com or use my tech keyword divorce.